Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. <clears throat> so here's what's going to happen. This is, um, this is supposed to be our 100th episode. And I, I, have a whole, I have a whole kit and caboodle, if I can use that expression, of things I want to talk about. But I have been sick as a dog. Um, and I don't know if you can hear it. I have a really bad cold. I think I slept for 14 hours. And if anybody knows me, I think they think I'm a vampire because I don't really sleep. Um, anyway, so I'm going to postpone the quote-unquote 100th episode. But I am going to do the special surprise that I said for for everybody. Um, so I'm going to be giving away a six-month free subscription to teachhoops.com. Um, so down below in the show notes, it's going to be going for a week. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to put on one of our, um, office hours. I'm not sure which one. And then next week I'll do the quote unquote, again, the hundredth episode. Um, just because I don't, <laughs> to be honest with you, don't have it in me today. Um, I just don't to, 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 to actually sit and do this has, has been a pretty difficult task. So, um, as I take it, as I take a, you know, cold kind of breath there, <clears throat> and I've been coughing all day. So, and it doesn't, it's not, it's never a very good podcast when the, when the, when the, um, when the speaker's like <clears throat> every three minutes. So I don't want to do that to all of you. So down below in the show notes, teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, check it out and uh, sign up for this. It's going to be one week. We're going to basically give you a one week. There's a countdown to sign up for teachhoops.com. Uh, not to to sign up for the the to, for the drawing for for one lucky person that's going to get six months free, um, and I'll probably if they're really nice put them on the podcast or do a one on one with them. So go over and check it out down below in the show notes and um, enjoy this ninety nine and a half show because I'm not calling it the hundredth show because it's not the hundredth show. Um, that will be next week. All right, here you go. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. 
All right, I have chat working too, if anybody comes on. Jake, can you see if your chat's working? Dude. Sure, I can do that for you. All right. Last time I had some people just talk typing in in chat. All right. You told me where you're coaching. Are you are you recruiting? Yeah. I love it. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. And what and what and. So it's a it's a D three junior D three junior college. Yeah. Okay. And then so, what do you have to offer them? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the whole idea of what to build on junior college in Wisconsin. I don't think we've ever looked at it that way before. Right. I I agree. That's what we're trying to change. Yeah. Um, and so we are really working on. You know, at most part, junior colleges, uh, the UW-Wisconsin colleges were just looked at. People would just, you know, they would sign up, you know, at the point of, um, you know, that in the beginning of the year, you know, oh, I decided to go to school here. I'm going to play college basketball. It's it's not right. really like that. Um, not for the good programs anymore, um, but for us, we have changed the identity of what we do. Like we have kids, we have, like, a couple kids – Two kids from Illinois, a kid from Ohio, another kid from Ohio, Michigan, Wyoming. What, 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 and so what's the big major at that JUCO? Is there like something that people go there for? I think the, the opportunity to just be able to play. I, I think that here's the reality of what I've noticed is that so many kids that are so drawn to the idea of playing college basketball. There are. They, they really are. And it, it is almost kind of sad because we are uh, – I'm working on this kid right now. He's from Brown Deer. His name's Damon Jackson, really nice player. And he just went out to Salt Lake Junior College, D1. And, you know, he hasn't heard anything back in two weeks. And it's, you know, some of these these bigger schools and stuff, they just toy with these kids and they toy with these kids and they toy with these kids. Well, the problem is it's like it's like they got to keep them on the – they got to keep them on the line in case the other stuff falls apart. So right. I tell my guys, whenever they're recruited, I tell them a couple things. First of all, whatever they're telling you – they're telling about 25 other people the exact same thing. They have to. That's the first thing. Second thing is it's a business. D D3 Junior College is not necessarily a business, but when you're talking about when they're giving you something, it's a business. Um, they have to, if, if number one and number two don't show up, they're going to have to offer number three and number four. Right, so like I was talking. <laughs> they're going to keep you on the line week. as long as they can. The assistant coach really wants me. Well, I bet you the assistant coach wants everybody. But, you know, right. I, I also don't want to be a jerk about it, too, because I, I ultimately want Damon to come to our school because I think he's a good player. Right. Um, and But I also think a lot of the WEAC schools and a lot of the private schools look at our junior colleges now as just, like, not really part of the system. I, I want to change that. I want to be able to say, all right, we can really produce kids that – that maybe, maybe they're go not. play at lacrosse or Eau Claire. Or right. Claire. And I think that's a great opportunity for Boy, them. Yeah. You know, and, and it might be better off for even the WEAC schools and the private schools, instead of trying to, you know, take in 20 freshmen, they take in a couple really good freshmen and they take a really good Juco player that's a junior by the time and they're ready to fit in their system at that right. point. I think, yeah. I think 
the way we're looking at it, I think it's a great way. I will tell you some of the kids that we get are from really, you know, like Chicago and stuff that are tough areas. And the parents come up to West Bend, Wisconsin, which is like the middle of nowhere for some of these kids. And the parents just love that idea for them to not have any temptation to, to, to be in a really quiet environment in junior college and just play basketball and focus on their academics. And, and, and so that, that, that's a really positive thing for them. And so well, I, don't, I, I, I think that it all depends. Yeah. If you graduate from those schools, what people don't understand Wisconsin too, is if you graduate from a JUCO, you're going to, you can go to, you can go to lacrosse. You can go, I mean, most, there's that, yes. you know, I, I tell there's a lot of kids that go to Madison College because they want to go to UW-Madison. It's like if you take these classes and you get these grades, they're going to let you in and your diploma is going to be for Madison. Right. It doesn't <laughs> make a difference. You know, it doesn't make a difference. It's the same thing. I mean, if, if you go to your school and then go to lacrosse and graduate from lacrosse, the diploma is going to be from lacrosse. I mean, you'll have another diploma, but the final one's going to be from lacrosse. Um, and I, I, I told our head coach, I said that, you know, the two things that we need to do, and he's like, the first thing is like, I want kids to be able to transfer and so forth. I said, then, you know, the first thing is, you know, getting those, I, the hard thing is that we have a hard time getting kids that are it's state kids, because I think junior college has been such a frowned upon thing in, in, in our, in our, in our area in particular, I don't know what it is. It's like, well, that's for all the people that didn't get into Stevens point or so forth, or people that have they go there, you know, right. instead of saying, well, the great opportunity for people that, you know, they may, they may I think use it's it. Changing, though. I think it's changing. We got at least f- three or four kids from the big eight going to Madison college. Okay. I'm telling you, I think, I think, it, I think that's changing. I think it's just going to take, you know, some time for that to occur. You know, the problem is these kids get caught up in the numbers too. It's like, I've told my son, he's 15. I said, find the right school for you find the right school i don't care where it is in the country find the right school for you and we'll yeah. help you do that and then we'll worry about the basketball part <laughs> if, if you're right. a good enough basketball player because he's going to end up going to a d3 school and probably a relatively small liberal arts school probably right. we might guess right so, i said if we find the right school and you can play we'll we'll, we'll make sure the coach knows about you <laughs> Right. If you, if you get in and you can play and you go to school like Lawrence, they're going to take you if you can play. Um, so, oh, you got a visitor in the back. I'll wave. Is it bedtime? It's bedtime. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> she just ran away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think that's great to think about, you know, I don't know. I just, it's, it's interesting though that I've heard so many horror stories with kids and, and colleges and, and some of the ways they look at it, it's, it's really sad. Well, they're just trying to, they're just, they're, they're, they're all chasing after this dream. That's just not, not, it's just come on people. <laughs> First of all, they're all chasing after the scholarship dream till, till the final end. And then they're trying to like, well, I'll go here and then I'm going to, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Just, so our, our, our thing, we, we re-recruit, about character and, and kids that really want to get a degree and, and, and maybe want to go to play the next level. That's all we can really offer them. Right. And I think that's a really good aim to it. You know, we, and we're open and honest with kids. So like we got a kid, like it was so funny. You'll love this one. We got this kid out of Minnesota played at this high school and, and uh, I couldn't believe it. He didn't play at all. You know, he was on the bench the whole time. And we were looking at his stats, and he said he was 70% from field goal range. I said, field goal range, 70%. I said, that's, like, not possible. Possible, right. 
Unless it's like it, it's a- and his mom, his mom insures us that it's it's AAU stats. I said, what AAU program is taking everybody's stats every game? Right. You know, and, and it's so crazy the amount of people that are on this NACA recruiting site. Like we got kids that are church league kids that think they've never played a lick of high school basketball, but they're going to go play college basketball by playing church league. It's it's insane. Or they they're a bench warmer for so many years and they're, they're cold. Their coach, and I said, I told my coach, well, their coach never gave him a chance. I said, if this mom already thinks the coach never gave him a chance, then why should you be the coach that gives him a chance? Because obviously, come on. Come on. If you can't play for your high school. Yeah. And, and, they, and, they, and they won a state championship. Look, he was, he was on a state championship team. Well, if you're shooting 70%, buddy, yeah. and you're not shooting, playing for your – then your coach is crazy and you even won a state championship. And you say he's a bad coach and you won a state championship, then – what I told them, the moms, the moms, he was Donovan's, Donovan's mom, number one. I said, there, there's, there's your, there's your, there's your key point right there is that mom's, mom's email is her kid is number one. And it, it's sad that these kids are chasing these dreams of, you know, these, these scholarships and all these things. And, you know, we can't offer them that, but we can offer them all those other soft skills and the important things that make them really successful adults. And that's the way we um, are looking at it. I think it's good. I think it's great. I think that, I wish that we. I wish more programs would aim it that way. I really do. I mean, that's why I, love, I like going to uh, recruit and talk to my, my the program and what we're doing. I think it's great. So, what's your long term goal? I don't know what my long term goal is anymore. I'm really. Enjoying- I listened to a podcast the other day that was really interesting. It said you got to find you got to. It, so it's like a Venn diagram. Yeah. What a Venn diagram is, where two circles and there's an intersection. So one of them is your passion and one of them is what you're good at and they don't necessarily cross and you got to find something in life that where that intersection occurs, where something that you love and that you're good at. And sometimes people just, it was talking about trying to find a job and do people go after money? Do they go after time? They're not happy. You can't just go after your passion because you got to be able to eat and you can't just go after the things you're good at because you might not like the things you're good at. You know, there's things that I'm good at that I don't like to do. Um, I think that, you know, for me, I, I really like mentorship and I like helping out kids and I like developing kids. And I think that's what I'm really good at in teaching, but I love coaching. But like, I could see myself working at NPS or bigger district and helping younger teachers and mentoring, coaching them and that standpoint. Right. right now, I'm loving, I'm loving what I'm doing with the college standpoint. It's, it's really about basketball at this point. Right. I, I won't be able to make that judgment right now, but like, I feel like, um, you know, that's what it's about. Like these, this, you know, there's not a lot of parents, they're 18 years old. It's, it's different, you know, and I enjoy that. I enjoy that there isn't a lot of politics, you know, and there isn't all that administration. It's, this is our program and we kind of build on what we, we want on it, you know? Right. Right. And the, and the thing is, is the steps, as you go up in the steps, obviously the pressure gets bigger. Um, probably it does in the life expectancy is shorter um but uh yeah it's, must so ask, ask, ask that mom about that one which one oh that yeah tell me about it that one's crazy uh, i said you can ask that mom about that one i know it's crazy he'll have a job him and kareem will both have jobs in the next year if they want one i mean if they're wonderful coaches. you both won big yeah. championships and now they're unemployed if you don't win, you're yeah, gone. And you, you've also had some, you've had great players produce in the NBA, right? You know, like really good players from you know, right? 
<laughs> I, yeah. I I, I, I'm thoroughly convinced if I'm, I'm thoroughly convinced that if you play it, if you coach at that level, unless you're Bo Ryan, you gotta, you gotta take a job. You gotta stay for about seven years and then you gotta leave. You gotta just hippity hop. Yeah. And you, you're basically staying in front of getting fired. <laughs> I mean, you come, you turn around, you win some games and then you leave. Then you come and you stay and you win. Yeah, because you have one, one, one or two bad seasons, yeah. which can happen. Which can happen. Like bad recruiting class. Bad recruiting class, a couple injuries, grades, something, and then you just got to – That's change. what happened to Thad Mata. That's what happened. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that Jim Beheim is still employed at Syracuse. You know, he hasn't had some pretty good promising – Yeah, he's left. done that short thing, though. I think he's got a year or two and then he's gone. Didn't he? Yeah, I, I just don't see that Syracuse is going to let him – they're going to let him ride off in the sunset because he's put so much time in. Like, yeah. you know, with Patino, like, I was like, wow, I'm surprised Patino's not been fired. How do you not get fired for all the things that happened at Louisville basketball? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. It is. It's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. And then what about your teaching job? I'm teaching fifth grade. Oh, that's good. And where? Goodridge Elementary at MPS. I'm very excited. It's a high-performing school. So. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So you live in Milwaukee? I'm living in West Bend because you don't have to live in the city of Milwaukee anymore to teach in Milwaukee. You don't? They changed that? Yes, which is really nice. Okay. Because nothing towards Milwaukee. It's not like Madison. I don't know how Madison. There's only very small pockets where you can really live and have a really nice life in Milwaukee. Right. And, like I'm living in West Bend where the college is. Okay. And, uh, so and then what's your commute? 20-minute drive, maybe 15-minute drive. Well, that's not bad. And did they, no, uh, did, they, did, they give you, did they give you spots on the salary schedule? NPS? Uh, they, they made me very happy. Let's just say I got a they nice did. pay raise. Yes. That's good. That's good. Because sometimes they don't do it's that. Very good. Yeah. NPS is dying, though, for they want good teachers. They're dying. That's what I was thinking, but uh, I enjoy it. I'm, I'm just, I'm excited. Fifth grade is a good. Name. Hawaii's looking for them too. I just put something up there. Hawaii is like Hawaii's short. Uh, Two thousand teachers, twenty five hundred teachers. Yeah, it's very expensive to live. It is. It is the starting teaching salary. I think is. I've just put it on my Facebook page too. I was just saying. Oh, I, I, tech, I Facebooked my wife and said we should move. And let me see what it said. It said. Um, Oh, what did it say? It said the starting salary was like sixty grand, and um, yeah, sixteen hundred teachers willing to locate. Basically, they they have a shortage. They almost have two thousand teachers spots they can't fill. But they told me that it's like seven dollars per gallon of milk. Yeah, well, the 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 key is the key. I, I asked somebody. That, I had a friend who lives in um, who lived in Hawaii, and he says the key is you got to eat. You got to eat what they grow there. So you got to okay. eat a lot of fruit, a lot of that. You got to eat. At, if, it, if it ships from mainland it's expensive right but it's if, like eating, if you live in new orleans you're going to eat a lot of seafood or you live yeah you got to eat what's there and if you're doing that i mean when you go buy fruit it's not expensive because they're growing okay. it right there um you got to basically you know whatever they're growing on the island is what you're going to eat <laughs> if you it's a good retirement plan to think it about. would be that's what i was thinking about <laughs> All right. All right, I'll let you go tuck your. I'll let you go tuck your daughter in. Doesn't work. All right, I'll talk to you later. I'll get these practice plans and um, we'll be in touch. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Hey everybody, I really hope you enjoy that. Again, I'm sorry it's so short and it's not the the hundredth episode like you were hoping. But um, a couple things: make sure you go over if you like and subscribe. And and if you if you like found this on iTunes or you found it somewhere, please go 
um, subscribe, leave a comment. Um, it really helps us out a lot. Second thing is um, make sure that you have a week. So I know people are going to listen to this. You have a week for that for that drawing for the 100th episode. Um, six months free for teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Go over and check it out. Um, sign up there. And, um, well, next week will be, in quotations, the 100th episode. And I'm looking forward to it. Thanks. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.